The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org. city of Lansing. Um, we are at the, the annual Mayor's Ramadan dinner, which has been uh, missed for the last few years, so we're really excited to be back here again, here in the Lansing Center, uh, joined by, by uh, Mayor Ron Bacon from East Lansing. He's going to talk in a minute. Um, but I'm really excited to be able to be here. Uh, we, we love to, to honor the traditions of Ramadan um, and raise money for those uh, who are hungry. So we raise money with the Greater Lansing Food Bank, uh, showing that this is what Ramadan is all about. It's about reflection and thought, uh, and, and there's fasting during the months of Ramadan, during the, the time of Ramadan, um, so that people are reflecting on others who are hungry. And here we can do the same thing. We can talk about it and uh, raise some money for those who are hungry. Mayor. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's just an absolute pleasure to be here and, and look forward to just kind of showing unity uh, across faiths, uh, across belief systems, and across the community. As um, Mayor Shore and myself, we've always committed to being regional partners and being partners in all levels. And I think this partnership with our Muslim community is just a beautiful one. And we want to continue it. East Lansing's happy to support this. And definitely the fundraising for uh, individuals who are hungry is always in order. So we're happy to be here. The lineup is great whenever we have a a dinner like this. Um, we always have great speakers, but uh, you know, I always love hearing the invocations. Um, bishop Maxwell will be doing it, um, and he's, he's Christian. He's a Christian uh, bishop. We've got an imam who's going to be, be doing a prayer. We're going to hear from Dr. Katanji, who is, is uh, um, a wonderful gentleman, um, and he's got some great experiences. So I just, I'm excited to be here with everyone, to be able to, to see everyone, to be in person again after we've missed it for a few years. So I'm really looking forward to the whole program. I'm sure Dr. Katanji is going to be a wonderful keynote speaker, but I'm looking forward to just being here with Mayor Bacon and, and being able to, um, as he said, to, to kind of share the unity. And m most importantly, we're just happy to renew our commitment to partnership and uh, just the interfaith and just showing unity across everything. We have, we have problems and challenges in our area, and I think it's going to take everyone, every faith, every denomination, and all of us to come together and, and solve problems together. So it's beautiful uh, to come together and show unity in this way. It's really great to be back after two years off because of COVID. And now more than ever, uh, more of our friends and neighbors around us and amongst us need help from the food bank uh, because of the impacts of COVID-19. Uh, and so, you know, we had to take a couple years off because of the pandemic and because of safety. But I'm really uh, eager and excited to be back at it tonight to raise money for those who need it most. Uh, the pandemic has really, uh, you know, caused a lot of uh, stress and strain for a lot of families across Metro Lansing and across Michigan and across America, frankly. And uh, this is one small thing that we can do to help uh, help those uh, in need. Good evening. Welcome. I can't believe it's been 14 years since the idea of this event first started. Thank you so much for being here. I want to start out by thanking God for bringing us together happy and healthy once again after two years off. I want to, of course, thank our gracious hosts, Mayor Shore and Mayor Bacon, for their ongoing friendship and support of all of our communities. And I want to thank all of you for your support of this program year in and year out uh, as a way to do our, our small part to give back to those in need and to raise money for the Greater Lansing Food Bank. So thank you all so much for being here. When the idea of this event was conceived and we were planning it, we thought that what better holiday to choose than Ramadan? Because during Ramadan, Muslims fast from sunup to sundown, or actually dawn to sundown, and we're fasting from food and drink. And 
it's a way for us to come closer to God, to become more appreciative of the blessings that we've been given. And by abstaining from food and drink for 30 days consecutively from dawn to sunset, it, one of the many things that it does is it builds empathy for the plight of the poor, people who go hungry and thirsty year-round, not by choice, but by necessity. And one of the other things that happens during Ramadan is because we're building that empathy for those who are less fortunate, we are more inclined and encouraged to be charitable and to give back and to donate money and goods to those in need. And so uh, it was in that spirit that this event of service was, uh, was created. Um, so uh, we have a great program for you tonight. Uh, one of my really good friends, Dr. Abdul Majid Katranji, is tonight's keynote speaker. I'm really excited to hear him. Um, I've heard many of his speeches one-on-one -on -one over the phone. And uh, now all of you will get a chance to share uh, in that joy. Um, I want to begin by calling up the wonderful mayor of Lansing, Andy Shore, to give his remarks. Thank you. You know, this is my first time being able to, to speak to everyone here in the Lansing Center in two years. Um, two years. It's been quite a, quite a time. Um, first, I want to thank Dr. Bhatti, um, who, when this event started, was not Dr. Bhatti. He was just Farhan. Um, but uh, it's, it's such a testament to everything that, that, um, that Farhan believes and stands for. Um, you know, he spends his time every day helping keep people at Carefree Medical, um, and he, it was his idea. He, you know, he may not tell you that, but it was his idea to do this 14 years ago, and it stood the test of time. Uh, it was an honor for me to be able to, to partner with Mayor Meadows when I first came in to continue this event. Um, we certainly had to take a few years off because of, um, because of COVID, um, but Mayor Bacon, who's a very good friend, um, he and I both said, we're doing it again. We're doing it again, you know, Farhan, uh, Dr. Bhatti, and, and Dr. Katranji, and, and uh, Thaseen Sardar, who I saw here. Um, just the, the folks who really, who make this happen. Uh, it's tremendous. Uh, it is an honor to stand in front of you with this banner behind me. When we talk about unity, we talk about unity of community, we talk about unity of faith, we talk about unity of a people who just want to help those who have less than us. Um, having the food bank here um, and being able to support the food bank. It's just an incredible, incredible night. Um, I look forward to this. I've looked forward to this now for, for three years, um, but I look forward to it every year. Um, and we have so many people that work so hard on this event. Um, it looks easy, but I have seen uh, the, the machinations at work. Um, and on my staff, I want to thank Dawn Karowitz, uh, who, uh, where is she? She's here somewhere. She's running around somewhere. She's in the back. Um, I want to thank Dawn because she's been running around like crazy, making sure that they get all the tickets and the fundraising and, and everything else. So if everyone could please give Dawn a round of applause. I'm also really very excited to see the Lansing Center staff, who I haven't been able to, to serve meals in a while, but they've been working really hard. So I'm really excited we could be here. I told uh, Farhan, this, I'm only going to take my five minutes, but I told Farhan I'd try and recognize um, elected officials and those that are here. Now, whenever you start doing this, you always miss someone. So whoever I miss, I apologize. But certainly we have my friend, uh, Mayor Ron Bacon, who you will hear from in a moment. Uh, I saw Eric Keller from Senator Gary Peters' office. I saw, there he is, right over here. Uh, I saw Penelope Cerniglou, who is our, our former county commissioner and a very good friend, uh, sitting right here up front. Uh, uh, Judge Simmons is here. Uh, Judge Kristen Simmons is here. Thank you, Judge. Um, Certainly, Dr. Bhatti is on our school board, which um, is wonderful, uh, along with Dr. Nino Rodriguez, who is here, I saw him, over here. Uh, and I believe uh, Amy Hodgen, also a school board member, is here. And then um, I think Ann Brown is here from Congresswoman Slotkin's office, standing in the back. Um, that just shows you the importance of this event, the importance of, of what we're doing here. We have so many people um, who want to be here, who want to, to be part of this. So. Um, I'd like to thank you all because when we talk about giving back, you know, we talk about our time, treasure, and talent. 
um, and, and you're giving all of that tonight. Um, so I'm looking forward to Dr. Katranji. I, I don't get this, the, the cell phone calls that, that Farhan might, but I have heard him speak before, and, and he is a wonderful speaker. Um, thank you all for being here, and, and uh, I don't know if you want to introduce uh, Mayor Bacon or Mayor Bacon, it's a tag, you're it. <laughs> I thank Mayor Shore. He did all the heavy lifting on his presentation. Um, I just want to first of all thank our team from East Lansing, our uh, DE&I director, Elaine Hardy, uh, for helping participate. She's the person who really keeps me in line with all the different things going on in the community as we attempt to really expand our relationship with all the faiths, all different parts of our community, and really that's going to be really our emphasis this year on really expanding those relationships. And based on the challenges facing our region, it's going to take all of us. Uh, so we're really committed to kind of undrawing those lines, what the difference between Lansing and East Lansing, there is none. The, the difference between faith, there is none. Uh, we are committed uh, to being partners across all those lines because it's going to take all of us. Um, I also want to thank the members of our staff from East Lansing. Um, just a wonderful group. A member of our HRC is here, Human Rights Commission who are also committed. That's where, that's where I initially was introduced to this when I was chairing the Human Rights Commission uh, for East Lansing. So this lunch and I came here kind of blind, uh, not really knowing what to expect and just had a beautiful experience um, with, our, with this community for celebrating Ramadan. And I, I so appreciate the openness, uh, the friendliness and everything that, that we've experienced uh, having this relationship. Um, I, I really look forward to continuing to grow. I, I really like the spirit of, of interfaith, of working together, of being partners, and of being a region. Uh, and I think that's really what it's going to take. I, when, when I first came into office, first thing, uh, went to the Soup Spoon, which we consider neutral ground, Mayor Shore and myself, and we committed to be, we'll be one region, uh, we'll be one We'll be one faith, we'll be, one, we'll be partners, we're going to just kind of try to erase some of that stuff that's existed here in the area and work together. Regardless of our differences, we'll find our common ground and we'll work together off from that place. So I'm just excited to be here. Uh, East Lansing, what we always say, is a welcoming place. Um, we are committed to diversity. We are committed to our partnerships. We are committed to all faiths and to being that welcoming community. So just continue to know that we are here for you. You will see more from us on expressions of faith and other things along those lines. We're having great conversations. We really want everyone to feel a part of, particularly our community, and, and feel that they have a freedom to express um, themselves in their fullness uh, in all ways. So we look forward to this. And I also want to thank the Greater Lansing Food Bank. There is no better um, thing to do than support hunger during these times. Uh, it's one of the great challenges uh, of our time right now. People are, are struggling, uh, and the, the many people that I've met in this room tonight and many I haven't got to meet just yet, I think, I always say that the, what we need is in this room probably. And that's what I think about this region, that's what I think about everything we need is somewhere in this region. We just have to find a way to come together and be partners on that. And East Lansing, Lansing, we are committed to being those partners. We'll look forward to working with you. Uh, my email, my phone is always available. And I mean that realistically. If you email me or call me, I will respond. And I'm looking forward to working and partnering uh, with all brothers and sisters of all faiths and religions. So I'm looking forward to it. I will talk to you soon um, with much love. And thank you for the invitation to even participate and support. Thank you, and again, a very sincere thank you to both mayors. Up next, we'll have our first of two ecumenical prayers, the first from Bishop David Maxwell, whom I've had the privilege of knowing for many, many years, and who I'm honored to call a good friend. Bishop, if you would please. Assalamu alaikum in the Islamic tradition, in our Hebrew tradition, shalom alaikum 
and in our Christian tradition, praise God. We give honor and recognize, of course, the high officials of our two cities, East Lansing and Lansing, Mayor Andy Shore and Mayor Bacon, and to you, Dr. Farhan Bhatti. As we pray, there are three major religious expressions within the world, Islam, Judaism, and Christianity. But we are not so arrogant as to believe and to dismiss other faiths and other expressions to their God and their supreme creator. If we are respectful for those things, I believe our world will be a better place. We are in need of prayer. As we listen to the punditry on our cable news stations regarding the events, whether it is the war in the Ukrainian theater or whether it is, of course, the horrific, callous, devious tragedy in Buffalo, it is not just our disciplines of government and our disciplines of secular expression, but it is through the power of our faith and the mystical presence of a God bigger than ourselves to fight these powers of evil. So we come together in the common unity and in our Christian discipline, we record in Acts 17 and 26, out of one blood have God created all people. Therefore, when we trace genealogically our existence, we all find our commonality in Adam. So look at your neighbor and say, you're my brother or you're my sister. Thank you, Bishop. Next, I'd like to call up Imam Suhail Chaudhry from the Islamic Center of East Lansing. Imam will be giving a prayer, and then after dinner, he'll also be giving a talk about uh, an introduction to Ramadan. So, Imam, please. Assalamu alaikum. Peace be upon all of you. Thank you for being here. It's a pleasure being here again after um, two or three years now of COVID. Um, taking the break. Um, it is amazing to see all of you, the different colors, the different backgrounds, um, seeing men, women, children, you know, it is uh, the strength of our community is right here. So thank you for being here. Uh, I would just um, recite to you the first chapter of the Holy Quran, which is our main prayer, which we pray five times a day in every unit. All praise and thanks are due to God Almighty, the Creator, the Sustainer, the Master of the Universe, the Lord of everything that exists, the Merciful One, the Compassionate One, the Master of the Day of Judgment. You alone, O God Almighty, we worship, and you alone we seek help from. So guide us to the path that is straight, the path of those before us who were blessed by you, not the path of those who angered you, nor the path of those who went astray. Amin. Thank you so much. Thank you, Imam. Next, I get the great privilege of recognizing the folks, the generous individuals and corporations and businesses in the room who made tonight possible. And before I recognize our collective sponsors, I want to make sure that I recognize my individual sponsor, my wife, Ruhi, in the back, and our two-month-old baby, Zainab, who we brought with us. So they're back there somewhere. And also before I thank our sponsors, I want to thank all of the people on the event committee who worked so hard to make this possible. Uh, and we're going to do this in abbreviated alphabetical order or Brady Broderick, if you're here, when I say your name, if you're in the audience, please stand up and then we'll clap at the end. Brady Broderick, Don Karowitz, Akwia Achi Ade, 
Renee Morgan Freeman, Michael Fry, Nicole Mosteller, Tassin Sardar, Natalie Singer, Luciana Solis, and Michael Stiebel. Thank you so much to everybody. And then for our sponsors, we're going to call you up by your level. So we're going to call up all the gold level sponsors first. And some of our sponsors were generous enough to donate as well as give tables, but weren't actually able to attend. So uh, you might notice that. The first sponsor at the gold level is Lansing Neurosurgery. Uh, and they're one of the gold sponsors who I don't think has a representative here, but we thank them nonetheless for their annual support of this event at the gold level. Uh, next is Emergent. Dr. Majid Taj and Dr. Aisha Taj. The Islamic Center of East Lansing. Mayor Andy Shore's office in Mayor Ron Bacon's office. Please come up to the table here, to my right, your left, to receive your certificate. Probably should have led with that. And as is our custom, please hang around until the end of the event where we typically take pictures of all of the sponsors together. Next up are our silver level sponsors. You can follow along with me in the packet. We've got McLaren Greater Lansing. And when I say your name, if you're here, please stand up and make your way onto the table. Dewpoint, Leap, Sparrow Hospital, the Pakistani Association of Lansing, UAW 4911, MSU-FCU, Management, and the Lansing Board of Water and Light. Thank you so much. This year we had two bronze level sponsors, Redhead Creative Consultancy and the Community Mental Health Association for Clinton, Eaton, and Ingham Counties. If you're here, please come up to the table and be recognized. And then our in-kind sponsors year after year after year, every year that we've done this event, we've had the really great opportunity to be uh, served by Sultan's a Mediterranean Cuisine. Bassam Mahmoud is here, please uh, stand up, wave. He doesn't really like the limelight, but I'm gonna force him to come up and get his certificate. Also year after year, the centerpieces at our tables are generously donated by Petra Flowers. Mahar Mahmood is here as well, I think. I think I saw him. And if you're here, please come up uh, and be recognized. And then uh, all of the printing materials tonight and every year are generously donated by Instiprints. So we thank them, and if they have a representative here, please come up uh, and receive your certificate. So we've arrived at our intermission, our dinner break, before we break. Uh, for those 
of you in the audience who are Muslim, who are seeking an opportunity to pray the late afternoon prayer, we call it the Usr prayer, uh, now is the time you can do that as our uh, friends are lining up to get their dinner. Uh, room 103 across the hall is the prayer room for those of you who still need to do that, and then you can come back after five minutes of prayer and get in line to get the food. Um, so we will see everybody back here in 30 minutes. Enjoy your dinner. Thank you. excited about the program that remains for the rest of the evening. Um, first on the docket we have Imam Sohail Chaudhry from the Islamic Society of Greater Lansing and he's going to give an introduction to Ramadan. So Imam please come back up to the stage. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Farhan. <clears throat> so I know you guys are eating, but I'm going to talk about fasting. So, yeah. Fasting is a common form of worship among the various religions across the world. Its spiritual benefits are widely recognized, even though its frequency, practice, and duration may differ from faith to faith. Islam places great importance on the act of fasting, calling it one of the pillars of worship along with prayers, charity, and pilgrimage. God Almighty says in the Quran, O you who believe, fasting has been prescribed for you as it was prescribed for those before you, so that you may become God conscious. In Islam, fasting is one of the major acts of worship and a means of attaining God consciousness. Along with the physical aspects of fasting, its spiritual dimensions purify the soul, instill self-reflection, and inspire virtuous living. Ramadan is the ninth month of the lunar calendar, which begins with the sighting of the new moon. During this month, Muslims worldwide are obligated to abstain completely from food, drink, and sexual relations from dawn to dusk, culminating in a release of restrictions at sunset. Fasting is not mandatory on those for whom it would constitute a difficulty. For instance, people who are sick or traveling can postpone their fasting until their illness or journey is over. The elderly, the weak, the mentally ill, and those who have a chronic illness that prevents them from fasting are all exempted during Ramadan. According to a saying of Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, whoever fasts and prays during Ramadan with pure intentions will have all their past sins forgiven. At the same time, Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, taught his followers to remain conscious of the deeper significance behind fasting. He said, whoever does not abandon falsehood in word and action, then God has no need that they should, they, that they should leave their food and drink. Therefore, fasting is multidimensional. Along with the physical aspects of fasting, one must nurture the social, spiritual elements as well in order to be fully benefiting from the act of fasting. Fasting during Ramadan is therefore a spiritual regimen 
and a reorientation for the body and mind. It is a time for spiritual reflection, prayer, and good deeds. The spiritual cleansing during the month of Ramadan results in renewed determination to worship God throughout the year. Fasting is intended to instill self-discipline, empathy, and compassion in the individual. Muslims are motivated to increase their generosity during the month of Ramadan. They are encouraged to share the blessings that God has provided them by giving generously in charity because wealth is regarded as a trust from God. Indeed, fasting makes people more aware of the many bounties of God. Experiencing hunger and thirst allows us to feel the desperation of hunger and leads us to empathize with those who don't know when they will eat their next meal. I was reading in one of the places that the average American meal that we enjoy in some places in the world is enough for a family of seven for the whole week. Can you imagine that? The meal you just had, if it is given to you for a whole week and you have seven members in the family. That's how blessed we are here with all the bounties, the food, the pure water, the resources that we're enjoying. Fasting also reminds us of the importance of appreciating what we have and minimizing waste. Fasting builds endurance. As the lunar year continually shifts, Muslims encounter Ramadan in varying seasons from the sluggishly long winter days, from the sluggishly long summer days to the short crisp wintry weeks. Looking forward to fasting in December. When the month of Ramadan arrives, it brings a heightened sense of community with it. Muslim families often wake up together before sunrise for an early breakfast. They also invite one another to break their fast together, which creates friendship and stronger ties amongst neighbors, families, and friends. Many people also bring meals to mosques to share with the community, especially the poor, the needy, the travelers, and those who do not have families. God began the revealing of the Qur'an, which is the holy book given to Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, during the month of Ramadan in the year 610. So that's another great blessing of the month of Ramadan, is that the Qur'an was revealed in this month. In Ramadan, Muslims are encouraged to focus as much time as possible on reading, listening, and understanding the Qur'an as a means of coming closer to God. Over the course of the month, the entire Qur'an is commonly recited in the night prayers during Ramadan. Muslims believe that the last ten nights of Ramadan are the holiest of all and strive to increase their worship during the time even more. The most sacred night of all, the night of power, falls on one of the odd-numbered nights in the last third of Ramadan. God mentioned in the Qur'an that the night of power is better than 1,000 months. Although fasting may seem severe and difficult, it is truly a gratifying time for Muslims. Every year, Muslims experience a unique excitement and jubilation as Ramadan approaches. Even as the day's routine of work and home continue, Muslims make extra time for spiritual nourishment and self-introspection. Commitments ranging from the recitation and the study of the Qur'an to increased charity to nightly attendance of the additional prayers are commonly made to reap the rewards of the fasting month. God Almighty says in the Qur'an, it was in the month of Ramadan that the Qur'an was revealed as a guidance for human beings, distinguishing between right and wrong. So any of you who is present that month should fast, and anyone who is ill or on a journey should make up the lost days by fasting on other days later. God wants ease for you and not hardship. He wants you to complete the prescribed period and to glorify Him for having guided you so that you may be thankful. Thank you so much. Thank you, Imam. Next up, we've got two videos, two short videos. The first one is back by popular demand. We showed it at the last dinner three years ago, and uh, it was really well received. People really liked it, so we're going to show that video. And then the second video 
is a greeting from our Congresswoman, Alyssa Slotkin. So we're going to show those back to back, if you could, please. Ramadan is the holy month for Muslims. It begins different times every year. This year it is the summer. During the month of Ramadan we do special prayers and fast during the daylight hours. We don't eat or drink anything. Today is a special day. I am fasting with my older sisters, Layla and Maryam. I hope it won't be too hard. Our day started very early. Mom woke us to eat before the sun came up. Nadia, time to wake up. We ate a small meal and said our morning prayers. My little brother Adam is up with us, but he's not fasting. He's too little to fast. In Ramadan, we make special efforts to be helpful and kind to each other. We're supposed to do good deeds. My sister, Layla, is collecting money for an orphanage. All right, Nadia, how many prayers have you done today? Three. All right, let's mark it. I keep a good deeds chart. Adam marked his good deeds with his star chart. He puts stars on for helping mom. He also tracks the moon. Ramadan starts with a new moon and ends with the sighting of the next new moon. The new moon is when it's just a sliver in the sky. Many people read the whole Quran during Ramadan. The Quran is the holy book for Muslims. We read a little every day. We read in Arabic. We take turns reading together. Layla knows a lot. Mom helps Adam pronounce some of the words. Of course, we still take time to play. The day is going by so fast. Dad comes home just in time. Hey guys, how are you doing? Good. There's still a lot to do to get ready to break the fast, which is called iftar. We set the table. We have friends joining us for tonight's iftar. Our friends arrive. Now we wait for sunset. It won't be long now. The sun has set. Allah Akbar. Allah Dad makes a call to prayer. Now we break our fast. Most people break their fast by eating a piece of fruit, like a date. Before we eat, we gather with our friends to say the evening prayer. Muslims believe there is one God, and that's who we pray to. We put on our headscarf to be dressed for prayer. Muslims pray five times a day. Some Muslim women, like my mom, keep on their headscarfs all day. 
some in Sedona. Did you guys find those like Finally, now we eat. Everyone is happy. It's fun having our friends with us. After dinner, Mom takes Miriam and me outside to look at the moon. There's just a few more days left in Ramadan. After the last day, there's a special holiday called Eid. It's very fun. I can't wait. Today is Eid. All right, Adam, you have a two-part present. Around the world, Muslim children get new clothes, bags of candy, and sometimes small gifts, and money to spend later on treats. <laughs> we all get dressed up. We're ready to go to the mosque. We say special prayers. We take time to remember the poor and remind ourselves to be grateful for what we have. Everyone is dressed in their best clothes. It is very colorful. Now is the best part. Eid is a three-day holiday. Many children around the world go to outdoor parties and fairs. Ramadan is over now. I will try to remember the lessons I learned, to be helpful to others and grateful for what I have. Fasting was hard sometimes, but our iftars are always fun. Next year, I will watch the sky and look forward to the start of the next Ramadan. It is tomorrow and my friends are celebrating. It is tomorrow, you can see them decorating. Come back tomorrow and you'll hear them all say, Happy Eid, Eid is today. Dresses from many different places Smiling and laughing on many different faces Come back tomorrow and you'll hear them all say Come back tomorrow and you'll hear my friends say Happy Eid, Eid is Yes, thank you everyone for giving that round of applause. Even though Congresswoman Slotkin couldn't be here with us, she does a lot for our district, our country, and humanity at large. Uh, it is my honor now to introduce our keynote speaker, Dr. Abdul Majid Katranji, who, as Dr. Farhan Bhatti said, I have also had the pleasure of hearing to his speeches over the cell phone many a times. And I should say I'm grateful to him for that because many a times it's because we have a crisis situation or we have to come together to help somebody in the community. So thank you for sharing your wisdom with us, with me in particular. Thank you. Dr. Abdul Majid Katanji has been a proud member of the Greater Lansing community since 2005. Katranji's past and current both services include the Islamic Center of Greater Lansing, the Fenner Nature Center, Impression 5 Science Center, Carefree Medical, and the Ingham County Refugee Council. Dr. Katranji also serves on the board of Engage USA, a national organization committed to increasing Muslim American participation in the political process and supporting candidates for office who believe in civil rights for all people. 
His volunteer work includes missions to help injured and the sick across the globe. Uh, this he has done with the Syrian American Medical Society, the Atlantic Humanitarian Relief, and many other organizations. He has had the honor to speak before the United Nations, the European Union, as well as the White House in Washington, DC. Since the inception of the Mayor's Ramadan Unity Dinner, Dr. Katranji has also been a committed partner working to combat hunger in our region. So Dr. Katranji, please. I know a lot of you are looking at your watches, so I'll make this the shortest hour of your life. No, I'm just kidding. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Peace and blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be upon all of you. I'm a very dynamic speaker, so if I vary or if I move around, please forgive me. I don't like to, to stay still. Uh, and I'm honored to have the opportunity to talk to all of you today. SubhanAllah, when Farhan asked me to do this, I'm like, why me? Because we've had the pleasure of having Congressman Keith Ellison uh, Congressman uh, Andre Carson, we had, uh, um, uh, oh my God, Rashida Talib speak. We also had uh, Farha, Dr. Farha Bas, who's done some amazing work in mental health. Uh, so there's only, I believe if I remember, uh, there was the Indian ambassador. Uh, and so such, uh, Dr. Muhammad Ayyub. So these are great people that I have to follow their footsteps in. I'm very good at impromptu speaking to come up with a speech really fast on the spot. But all of a sudden, when you're the keynote speaker, the spotlight's upon you, the dynamic changes rapidly. But I was very proud of the theme of this year. Hunger is hard, helping is easy. And we lost a great hero uh, this year. Uh, she was an inspiration to me. And she oftentimes showed me just how easy it is to help. Allah God rest her soul, Dr. Joan Jackson Johnson passed away. And one of the first times I met her outside of the mayor's Ramadan dinner, it was around 2008, 2009, it was winter time, and I saw her car pulled over. And I was concerned because Triple J, you know, if she had a flat tire, if she needed help, if there's anything going on, so I walked up to her, to the car to see if she needed any help. What I didn't realize was she had bags of groceries and this list of people's houses that she was going to from place to place. She knew people, she knew neighbors, she knew individuals. So she took it upon herself without any fanfare, without any program, to buy groceries and deliver them to each person. That's the example of how easy it is to help. We don't need a special program. We don't need a special dispensation. We don't need a law to pass. And it's that type of heroism, that everyday heroism we see. I've been blessed and honored to do medical relief as a surgeon, and I've often been in Turkey. And the Turkish people have a phenomenal action that they do. It's a really amazing thing that they do. In southern Turkey, in an area called Antakya in Hatay, I'm here, we just finished, we did a few, several hours, we're going from refugee camp to refugee camp, etc. So obviously we get hungry. And I'm standing at one of the sandwich shops, they call them doner shops, okay? And I'm watching, and there's a long line. And this person's making these sandwiches as people are ordering food. And he makes the sandwich, and then he puts it, and he does like five sandwiches as he's handing them out. On the sixth sandwich, he puts it on a plate, and then lets it go. And then he's making these sandwiches and making these sandwiches. And then again, sixth sandwich, he puts it on a plate and leaves it there. Well, I'm like, why are people waiting in line if he's leaving these sandwiches on a plate? There's like 15 of them on the plate. So I grab like five or six of them, right? <laughs> Guy looks at me, he's like, excuse me, brother. I'm like, yes. He's like, in Turkish and half Arabic and, you know, just kind of, he's like, these aren't for you. I'm like, who are they for? I was fascinated. And he told me. It's the tradition in Antakya, in Hatay, in this area, that if you sell food, you always leave a portion for those who cannot eat. It's amazing. Hunger is hard, but helping is easy. It's the mission of a community. As a matter of fact, in Antakya, you know, every time it rains or snows, not only do they work then to feed the poor of their area by leaving these sandwiches out, they actually will get remaining grains of rice and other foods 
to spread them out so that the birds can eat them. They tell me this is a very big sunnah that the world of Muslims has forgotten. So that their responsibility isn't just the hunger of their fellow human beings, but their fellow creatures on earth. Hunger is hard, but helping is easy. As we travel around the world and we read about food and the waste of food, did you guys know that the amount of food we throw away every year in the United States and around the globe is the equivalent of one in seven cars in their carbon, uh, carbon emissions. So that means literally 13% of carbon emissions, the carbon challenge that we face for global warming, is not the result of corporate greed, and we can discuss that later, okay? It's not the result of bad governmental policy. Again, table that for a later discussion. It's our responsibility because we throw away food. Now, the gentleman that was before me, Tahseen Sardar, is consciously aware of these things. He's deeply involved in trying to help the environment get better. So what did Tahseen do? During Ramadan, which is a time that we're fasting, it's a time that we should be humble about what we're eating and how much we consume, Tahseen would then collect all the garbage and empty out all the food we threw away and weigh that food and then announce it at Taraweeh prayers that night. Reminding all of us that sometimes the eye is much hungrier than the stomach. And what happened? By the end of the month, that number slowly started to shrink and dwindled down. Not quite zero, but significant enough to know that we contributed less to carbon emissions, less to hunger and less to waste, because we had more food than to spread to our neighbors. Christian, Muslim, Sikh, Hindu, Jewish, otherwise. So that we weren't wasting and throwing it away. Especially in a month where we're supposed to recognize and honor that. Hunger is hard, but helping is easy. In Florida, because people were so frustrated, especially when people were coming in visiting, like you're going to Disney, you eat the, half the popcorn bag, you throw it away, you eat half the, uh, half the whatever treat, you throw it away. Now I'm forgetting all the treats, huh? So you eat, you eat half a candy apple, you throw that away, you, you, you order the all-you-can-eat buffet on the Disney line and things like that, you, you throw away your fries, you throw away half your burger, you don't like the taste of something, you throw it away. For some of the restaurateurs, they were very concerned that this consumption, this absolute waste was a huge problem. So what did they do? That community of restaurateurs came up with a program, and they said, let's make this very simple, okay? When you come to our restaurant, we're only going to give you half the portion. And if you're still hungry, we will give you the other half. Imagine, you get your food fresh and tasty in two phases, which is fantastic. But what they found was, is that if people, what they did was, if people didn't eat that second half and stated they were full, that amount of money that they collected for that portion, they would donate it to their local food bank which in a country that throws away 32 million pounds of food every year, 32 million pounds of food is thrown away every year. So think about how many people are hungry in the United States. Right? Do you know, anybody know the number? Around 30 million. 30 million people in the United States go hungry. So we threw the equivalent of one pound of food per person every day. How, much, how could there be hunger if we're throwing away as much food as there are people that are hungry? So they made a dramatic turnaround in which they were able to help those food banks, not just simply with the donated food, not just simply with money, but actually with meals that other people would eat at a restaurant. And it built a community. Hunger is hard, but helping is easy. So as you can see, that we are surrounded by heroes. All of you are heroes. Every single one of you do things every day that helps a person. You may not realize that you've done something that helped that individual rise, helped that individual improve, helped that individual get better. Every day. Because again, hunger is hard, but helping is easy. It's really important to recognize then that there are things that we can do. Like for instance, supporting our Greater Lansing Food Bank. They could have gotten in a vicious political fight of egos and who's better and who's smarter when there was something called the Mid-Michigan Food Bank and the Greater Lansing Food Bank. 
But the mission wasn't to have a title. The point of the food bank isn't to be the executive of the food bank. The point of the food bank isn't to go around bragging on the head of the food bank. The point of the food bank is to provide food for the community that needs it. And so the Greater Lansing Food Bank and the Mid-Michigan Food Bank merged to create the Lansing Food Bank. And look at all the great things they've accomplished. From being the center point of this dinner every year to the beautiful facility that distributes thousands of pounds of food every day to Mid-Michigan and beyond. Because hunger is hard, but helping is easy. So I leave you with this. Is my hour almost up? Right? Hour? Okay. I leave you with this. The point of being the keynote speaker isn't to highlight my accomplishments. It's to celebrate all of your accomplishments. From Mayor Shore to Mayor Bacon to Senator Peters and all his staff, Congressperson Alyssa Slotkin and all her staff, the McLaren Hospital, Sparrow Hospital, Dewpoint, Sultans, uh, it used to be Petra Flowers, but now it's Smith Floral, Dr. Bati, Carefree, all of you are heroes in your own way. Because suffering and, and misery is hard, there's no question. But being able to help is very easy. And I remind you very simply of the verse in the Quran Al-Kareem, the holy book of Muslims, but Imam, Ch uh, Imam uh, uh, Suhail Khan said something very simple. The Qur'an in of itself is not exclusively for us to read. Anybody here is welcome to open this book and read the glorious verses that emerge from it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is a loving God. He's a, he judges, sometimes he punishes, but his focus is on rahmah, on mercy, on reward. And so in one of the, one of the Quranic verses, have you seen the person that is a liar when it comes to faith? In another interpretation, who's exposed as a liar on the day of judgment. So you're thinking, oh wow, okay, here it comes. God is going to be telling you because you didn't worship him. Nope. God is going to tell you because you didn't pray. Nope. The first thing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, the first sign of a person who's a liar in faith, the one who turns away the orphan, the one who turns away the disenfranchised. To God, it is more horrific to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that somebody would turn away an orphan that would ignore the disenfranchised. It's more horrific to God than if we did not pray or fast. Because if, it was, if praying or fasting was more important, Allah would have started off with prayer. Now, he mentions prayer later, but notice that's the first fruit. Why? Because orphans often go hungry. The disenfranchised often has no resource by which to empower themselves, so they don't go hungry. And then God follows it up. That person who is a liar, who is a fake when it comes to faith, the one that God may not recognize on the day of judgment, is also the one who sees people who are hungry and fails to extend a helping hand. It means doesn't even put the effort. Doesn't even put the effort on feeding the hungry. So what is God saying? Hunger is hard, but helping is easy. Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi Thank you, Dr. Katranji, for the inspiring words. And Dr. Katranji is a very humble person, but I want to brag on his behalf a little bit. Um, Dr. Katranji doesn't just go to Turkey to help refugees. He actually sneaks across the border into war-torn Syria to operate on people who have been bombed on by the Assad regime. So he really is a hometown hero. Before I bring up our last honored guest, 
I want to announce good news that thanks to your generous contributions tonight, we have raised over $12,000 for the Greater Lansing Food Bank. which puts us at well over 100,000 in the time that we've done this event. I don't have the grand total, but next year I will give that to you, God willing. Uh, and it's not too late. So if you have a checkbook with you or a credit card and you're feeling inspired to give more to the food bank, Dawn will take your money. <laughs> Last but certainly not least, I would like to bring up Michelle Lance. She is the CEO of the Greater Lansing Food Bank. I've had the privilege of knowing Michelle for a long time. In one of her previous roles in our community, she uh, helped Carefree before I even took it over. I've been uh, running Carefree since 2015, and Michelle, year after year, was responsible for Carefree's biggest fundraising event of the year, Dancing with the Local Stars. Uh, she really in many ways made carefree what it is today. So thank you for that. Wow, <laughs> I'm not sure where to begin after all of that. First of all, how dare you make me go after Dr. Kachanji. <laughs> the mayor and I looked at each other after you were done and he said, just simply say what he said. <laughs> no way I can top that, thank you. <laughs> I am truly, truly honored to be up here um, representing not the, not the Greater Lansing Food Bank, but the 90,000 90, individuals in our region who go hungry every day. 90,000, almost 100,000 people. They struggled to put that food on the table, the food that we were able to eat tonight. The meal that we were so blessed to share is really only a dream for so many in our community. But with the generosity that you all showed today and with all of the generosity from over the years, you've made that dream come true for many, many thousands of the people who are uh, what we call food insecure. And first, I want to say a special thank you to both mayors um, for all of the years and the mayors that came prior to them um, and the planning committee for making this happen. Um, I think it shows for many decades, 15 years in this case, um, the impact, the importance that the role of diversity and inclusion has played in our community long before it even became a popular thing to do. Right? Nothing against those who are really working hard now to make sure that uh, equity is a common word. Um, but just think of the impact that you made long before the media headlines made it popular. So second, I want to thank all of the folks behind the scenes who, many of who are over here at the planning table, um, who took hours and hours of their time over this last year to plan this event, not knowing if we could even hold it again this year, but thank God we were able to and to all of the staff here at the Lansing Center who served in such grace. Uh, service is what we're talking about all through this evening, and those folks behind the scenes don't always get the credit that they deserve. They're working hard to make sure that we are able to have uh, what, the food that we were able to enjoy tonight. Lastly, to all of you for coming together, this community of compassionate, caring neighbors who are willing to share your blessings with those you will probably never even meet. You know, there, it's been said that the gifts that we receive from God, or whatever we choose to call our higher being, the gifts that we receive from our God are not really truly gifts once we receive them if we don't gift them to someone else. They just become possessions. And so I want to thank you for sharing the gifts that you have been given to help others, those 90,000 in our community that would go hungry otherwise. This truly, this event is truly the brightest flame that I have been at in a really long time because it brings together those of all faiths, all cultures, all walks of life, all community to address hunger 
through this very, very important signature event. So thank you again for putting food on the tables of tens of thousands of our neighbors, hundreds of thousands over the years that you have been doing this event. The $12,000 that you all raised today turns into 36,000 meals through Greater Lansing Food Bank because every dollar you provide, we can turn into and leverage into three meals. Just think about that. I think we heard that the meal today could serve, is it seven family members for a week? So imagine 36,000 meals, what that could turn into. So I wanna say thank you again. Again, not on behalf of me. Um, I'm just blessed to do this work at this moment in history. Uh, for whatever reason, I was put in this position to do this work of service. And that's truly how I look at it. And I think we were all given this gift today to be here in the room with each other uh, because there is a higher purpose to every single one of our lives as human beings we're called to just take care of each other safe travels back home to all of you and blessings thank you Amazing. I mean, from the support of East Lansing to the support of the mayor's offices, this event has just been so exciting and so um, meaningful as far as like making sure that we're held accountable to do great things in the community. I think being with all of these different people and it being interfaith and collaborative has been very meaningful to myself. And I think just the energy around the event and all the money that's been raised to like give to the Greater Lansing Food Bank has just been such an amazing experience. I want to thank everybody that has participated, everybody that's encouraged this event. This event is so important, so I want to, again, thank you. We look forward to doing this annually, so if you want to be a supporter and a sponsor for next year, please reach out to Mayor Andy Shore's office. My name is Dawn again, and we'd love to work with you.